It is 6.33. Joe Kelly here with the Upper Room on WVOF. Beautiful Monday evening. I told you we are going to be graced in the studio with rock and roll and soul royalty, Mr. Chris Jasper, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer with the Isley Brothers, and uh, he has just released his uh, 14th. So, oh, you don't hear anything? 15th, no. Oh, okay. 15th, okay. 15th. 15th. Okay. I'm going to uh, get Chris's headphones, and uh, are you hearing me at all, or...? I can hear you, but I can't hear it on the phone. Oh, okay. You want to use these, or? It's up to you. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. Chris is the guest. we got to give him the headphones. Okay. <laughs> All right. You hear me cool right now. There right? we go. Okay. There's a So, uh, Chris, 15th, welcome back to the studio. You and Marge are always great to our show. So, oh, yeah. Good yeah. to be here. Yes. Yeah. The 15th record and uh, standout record straight through. Great. Thank yeah. you. Thank so, you. So, let me, I tell you this every time. Your voice sounds just just uh, better than it ever has, and, wow. and it doesn't sound like too much overdubbing on the vocals, right? No, I just you know it's uh, I try to listen more than I talk. Okay. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> right? Because you can't you know overuse your voice, right? Um, and a lot of people have done that. You know, mm-hmm. they've either done too much touring. They do, you know, they yell and right. scream a lot. You know, when they're talking, and over the years that can affect your voice. Okay. You know, yeah. and not to mention drugs and alcohol. Right. You know, right. that can really kill your voice. So I don't do any of those things. So, right. right. Even back in the days with the Eyes Brothers, I mean, that was a mad scene in the Eyes yeah. Brothers. And yeah. I, ne- I never had interest in drugs at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. And once in a while, I'd, I'd have a drink, you know, like at a party or something, but, you know, not to excess, right, you know. Right. So um, and sidestepping that is rare, right? Yeah, yeah, and it it, it helps it helps keep everything together. You know your your uh, vocal cords and and everything because that, that's important. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't think and smoking too is really bad. Right, right. And I never smoked, so um, you know you, you should avoid those things if you're a singer. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. And it's always amazing when they can still sing and you see him playing yeah. on the cigarette. I know, that's crazy, yeah. I wonder, did Frank Sinatra smoke? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All those guys, Dean Martin, you know, right, and, right. you know, smoking was the thing back then, you know, right. to, to be standing there with a cigarette, you know, and you're smoking and you're singing. Yeah. That, that was considered cool, you know. Right, right. But um, it does affect your voice over the years. Yeah. You know. So, so uh, dance with you. Um, Primarily recorded in your home studio. Yeah, I, yeah, I do most of the tracking there, okay. um, and s- a lot of the vocals and the mixing I do over another a friend's place. Okay, right. Yeah, as, as opposed to when you were writing with the Isley Brothers, what's the biggest yeah. difference as far as technology that that you that you add to your productions? Well, in the beginning, when I first started to record with them. We we were all in the studio together, the whole band, you know. Okay, yeah. Um, there was a band called the Midnight Movers, and they played along with me, Ernie, and Marvin, you know, in the studio. And everybody was in there together, you know, the drummer and everybody. And uh, now you don't have to um, have a, a, a big ensemble like that. I mean, I go in by myself, you know, <laughs> right, right. and record each part separately, you know. And uh, that cuts down a lot of expenses and a lot of time, too. Yeah, and, and it's still sounding great. And uh, we, we got a lot of music to play. We're going to get in deep with the record Dance With You. And the first song that I want to I want to go with the title track. Okay. Which is our Kicks Off the Record. And uh, 
how about selecting a, a theme to the to the record and this is going to be the song to lead it off you try to have that that um, one to lead off you know um I, I try to pick a, a, a song that kind of typifies, you know, what the album uh, musically is about, right. you know. And um, Dance With You has that feel, you know, of uh, you know some of the things I've done in the past, like Insatiable Woman, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, something like that. And it kind of has that Chris Jasper sound to it, you know. Right, and right. and I, I thought that would be a, a, a nice uh, song to name the album after. Yeah. Right, he is here, Mr. Chris Jasper. You uh, go, should go to goldcitymusic.com and you can get it. Uh, people can directly buy the music there with the links. That's right, yeah. How, how about other spots? iTunes, yeah, well, iTunes Amazon, right. you know, uh, CD Baby. You okay. can go to all those places. All right, this is uh, the kickoff track, the title track from the brand new record from Mr. Chris Jasper. It's called Dance With You, right here, WVOF. And new record sounding awful nice. That is uh, Chris Jasper, who is here in the studio. You know, when you come on the show, musicians take notice. Because <laughs> when they find out there, you know, I get, I get like, emails and, and posts on Facebook that, that you're, you know, That's they'll be cool. listening. And um, yeah. we've had musicians try to pass their music to you. So <laughs> you're still hugely respected in the business. So, Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. We need more musicians. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's uh, I mean, you, we were talking off air about when you grew up in Cincinnati and growing up on the street with all the Isleys. But uh, when did you know? When, when was that thought in your mind? Like, hey, I wouldn't mind making some money and, and doing this thing. Well, I was studying music like when I was seven years old, um, studying classical music first. Right. Um, but I was also playing by ear R and B music. You know. Right. Right. But um, I think when I graduated high school by that time um ernie marvin and i we had formed a group called the jasmine trio Mm -hmm. and we played you know ernie played drums right ernie played drums first and we used to play together and you know try to play all the popular songs you know and doing little gigs around new jersey and by the time i graduated high school you know we, we had a nice thing going you know um between the three of us and it seemed it seemed like it was something we, that we could do. Right. You know, we were getting gigs. You know, and um, the three older guys really liked you know how we were playing, and, and eventually they wanted us to play with them. Right, right. So um, it was after high school that I, you know, I thought something could happen with music. And you came to New York. Now you're yeah. a true New Yorker. Yep, without a doubt, Yankee fan. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you know, you know, I'm a Mets fan, but you you guys have a much better yeah. thing going on. Yeah. So, what What do you think the Yankees need uh, to make a postseason push? Well, I think I think if they get consistent pitching, you know, from their starters, yeah. uh, they'll have a shot. You know, they got a pretty good lineup, but sometime the pitching, you know, I know we got Aaron Judge sitting on yeah. the bench with his broken wrist for uh, my fantasy baseball team. I know. Yeah. So he's a big part of it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So actually, he was in the same fraternity as my nephew. I didn't know that out in oh, California really? when when they were out there. I said he was a nice kid. Mm-hmm. Up, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you yeah. guys all, you're still working out, right? Well, you know, not like I used to. Yeah. Working in the garden, right? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah that's you know, I'm working around, you know, the, the property. It's, it's always something to do, you know, and it, it kind of keeps me in shape, you know. Right. And Michael, uh, your son, played baseball too, right? Yeah, he played baseball for a long time. And uh, we went to every game, you know, it was really, he, was, he was good. He you know, played outfield, pitched, 
So, right, right. You know? I pitched a no-hitter when I was uh, playing junior. It was junior Babe Ruth. In my pitching career, I always say I pitched a no-hitter in exhibition, which I did. I nice. pitched the same team the next week in the regular season. Couldn't get out of the first inning. Two-thirds of an inning, I walked everybody in. Oh. That was the end of my pitching career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, pitching is tough. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Not as easy as it looks. No, definitely not. So, uh, goldcitymusic.com and uh, the brand new record. The 15th record is called Dance With You. And you enlisted the help of a few of your close loved ones in your life. Your wife, Margie, who's here. Oh, yeah. She's always mm-hmm. running the record label as well. So Yeah, yeah. Singing background again, right? Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you know when you to uh, have Margie in the studio? Or do you sometimes hear it? S- well, yeah, back? it's... You know, some some parts, you know, oh, sorry, some some parts fit like the female voice a little better, right. you know, especially on the high end mm-hmm. sometimes. And, you know, when that happens, you know, uh, get a caller in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Don't have to wait too long. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, sure. And, and Michael's working on rhythm arrangement as well, right? Yeah, he's working on music and right. um, he's written a script, you know, for a movie and right, right. we're working on score with that. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, and, um, and and we're talking about Michael's son, Michael Jasper, who graduated here about two, three years ago. Yeah, about three years ago. Yeah, right, right. and uh, he he finished law school and took the bar exam. Right, right. You know, so so what, all of you are attorneys, right? So what what is the specialty with yourself? He, and, and I Michael, think he wants Michael. to be you know in the entertainment field. Okay, you know, right? Um, not only as an attorney, but say like as a script writer. You know, writing for scripts and. You know, working in film, right. uh, because that's what he took when he when he was in Fairfield, mm-hmm. you know, and so um, he's he's always loved movies and you know film and that kind of thing. That's that's right up his alley, mm-hmm. you know. So is music, you know. So I think he wants to be involved in in the entertainment uh, industry somehow. He was doing the two step kind of music for a little bit, right? He was telling me he's doing the um, electronic. Uh, music and then you know he, his, his music has a combination of things to it electronic is a little bit of soul you know right, right. He, he, it's like a combination so um like he's like he, he he's always writing he's always right, you know right. I, I tell him look stop stop writing for a minute and just you know finish some of your music you know right, and, right. and 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 get it all together but he's he he had a lot of on his plate with law school you know and um now that that's over, right. I think he can start working more yeah, on his music. That's got to be so intense, right? Oh, it's it's crazy. They have yeah, so much right. work, you know, right. and like every day, yeah. piles of st- right, <laughs> stuff right. they have to go through, you know. Well, we, we're going to drop another cut from the record. This this is the current single, right? Show somebody. Yeah, love. show somebody love. Yeah, this is the one Tell we're us uh, a little bit about this one. Yeah, this is um, you know, it's sort of like the theme of Caravan of Love, and mm-hmm. you know. Um, a lot, of, a lot of times we think uh, the answer to our problems are very complicated, but really, you know, if we look inside and, you know, show people the love that we have inside for each other, right. you know, things would be a lot better, and that's what this song's about. Even if they're coming with the hate, right? That's right, that's yeah. That's the difficult part. Show right? somebody love. Right. So this is Chris Jasper. He's in the studio with Margie Jasper, uh, his lovely wife, and uh, Dance With You is the CD. Pick it up, goldcitymusic.com, itunes.com. Uh, this is Chris Jasper. From Mr. Chris Jasper, he's in the studio. Show somebody love here at WVOF. And uh, Joe Kelly here with you until 8 this evening. Uh, that is from Dance With You, the brand new CD available. 
goldcitymusic.com. The 15th record, Going Strong, and I got to give you a lot of credit because, you know, a lot of artists, even friends of mine, put out great music and everything, but sometimes there's a gap of 10 years mm-hmm. in between records. And why, why do you think artists kind of fall into that? Or I don't know. Maybe sometimes life circumstances can, you know, right. uh, make you not work on music. You know, you got so many other things going, you know, maybe... Uh, there's all kinds of distractions, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I try to I try to avoid that, you know. I just, I just try to um, if I, when I get ideas, I just put them down, you know. Uh, I've been doing it for so many years right. that it, you know, I kind of know where to go with my music, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think some artists who, especially those who don't write their music, right, right, you know, they depend on others to supply the the songs. Right. You know, and um, that can be a problem. That can cause a gap, you know, because they don't have uh, the music. But um, I've been writing music and self-producing music for so many years that it comes a little easier for me. Now, you Um, were the primary songwriter for the Isley Brothers, and it's well documented, the history with the Isley Brothers and the younger, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the legal and financial stuff like that. But being the primary songwriter... Mm-hmm. And presenting it to the group, and when you don't get proper, you know, due credit and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, while you're in this situation, a great situation, the Isley Brothers, incredible band. How, how does it feel when you're the the songwriter? Well, you know, it, it was sometimes I or, felt yeah, I, I felt that you know they could have been a little more vocal about that. You know, they could have you know explained that a little more. Right. Um, but you know, now I. I don't have that problem. You know, I, I can, right. you know, people just know that's me. They know I write the songs. And um, you can even hear, you know, in my music, you know, yeah. if you, if you, you go back and listen to the Isaac Brothers yeah, stuff, you, you know, right. yeah. you know who wrote it, you know yeah, who, like who was playing on it, you know. Right, right. And so uh, people are making that, that comparison all the time now, you know, right. um, and telling me, yeah, well, now I, I realize you're the guy who was that's doing all the work, right. you know. After I mean, the you know, so a lot of the, your YouTube videos, in fact, people make comments like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. You see, yeah, that's true. You you were the guy, and so yeah, the music the music tells the story, even if people don't want to tell the story. So, <laughs> so, so if you went in a writing songwriting drought, the Isaac Brothers would have been in big trouble. Oh yeah, well that's the rock and roll. Thing, that's right? the reason we had an album out every year. We yeah, had a yeah. uh, for for uh, I think a span of ten years, we had an album out every year, and there was a year that we had two albums out right yeah. in one year and that can only come from you know you know getting ideas how many ideas and being able to record them yourself because when you depend on other outside uh, uh people to do work for you sometimes that can be a problem you know right um people aren't available you know but you know we were able to c- contain it within ourselves, you know, just the, the three musicians. And, you know, I did the bulk of that work, you know. Right. And um, talking about the bulk of the work and everything, you did a lot of touring with the Isaac Brothers too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Touring. Did, did you really enjoy the touring life or you, you like the the balance? You know, at first it's, it's pretty good, but once you get into like the middle of the tour, yeah. it starts to, you know, drain, you start right. to get a little drained. and right. And, right. You know, I'd like to be back home. <laughs> I had one musician tell me off air. You know, he's in, he's in a pretty well-known group, and he says uh, they reunited for a, 
a Las Vegas residency, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, after the third gig, I was bored. I was ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, yeah, because I mean, it's, you know, every city starts to look the same, you know, and right, right. the venues start to look the same. <laughs> you know? right, right. It was like, okay, this is good, you know, but uh, I, I get more uh, a joy and pleasure out of recording new material. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, being in the studio, a fresh idea, you know, putting it down and seeing it develop and 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 eventually finishing it i mean that's that's a great feeling great feeling for me right right cuz yeah. i'm a composer at heart you right, know that's exactly yeah from a little kid i was you know kind of trained to be a composer now you're classically trained yeah. read and write music like that when you're in band with others that that don't read and write music how how does mm. the synergy of that go well you know kind of it's it's tough sometimes when when people don't understand music, uh, they don't read it. You have to you know maybe show them you know the chords mm-hmm. uh, and play it for them. You know what I mean? Right. It's a little more work that way. Um, but it it when when I used to do it with the Isaac Brothers, when I used to you know make, show the keyboard players the parts, um, I used to do it that way because. Um, I wanted them to to know how I vo- how I was voicing the chords. I voice chords a little bit different sometimes than other, you know, than a regular triad, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to show it to them so they could, you know, remember it, and make sure they remembered it. So, um, but it it would be easier if you could just write a chart. I mean, but then that would take more time too, right, because right. unless you had a copyist. <laughs> you know, right. you know, you'd be writing like all day. You know yeah, these charts. Right, you know, right. so you um, have fifteen records. So it's it, how 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 I used to do it is to tell them to listen to the records. You know, be familiar with the songs, be familiar with the chord changes, and then when we got together to rehearse, mm-hmm. then that's when I would show them the little nuances, the different things that I would apply to the chords. And right, right. You know, so but at least they were familiar with it before I started to show it. So besides keys, you play other instruments too, right? Yeah, a, a guitar, bass, and actually the drums too. If but that's all you need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean the rhythm section. You know. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, Chris Jasper's here, top of the hour, seven o'clock here at WVOF eighty-eight point five in Fairfield, Connecticut. I think we're gonna get going to a slow cut. I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, that's um, a yeah. That's a, a, a Aerosmith song, and uh, I, I um, uh, actually Margie suggested. That, that I, on backing vocals on that I try right? to yeah that I yeah, try to right, do right. that song uh, right. she really liked it and she thought I could do something with it and I said really <laughs> so, and then right. then I started <laughs> to work with it you know and I said yeah. hey, you know this is coming out pretty good so um, yeah I don't want to miss a thing and yeah, it's a little different than the original yeah Steven Tyler hopefully I'm sure he'll be proud yeah. cool get a little duet with Steven right mm-hmm. yeah All right, this is Chris Jasper from Dance With You. I don't want to miss a thing. Uh, And we'll come back and talk with Chris Jasper right here on WVOF. A beautiful song by Chris Jasper, and that's from Dance With You. And I don't want to miss a thing. And, of course, another version of the Aerosmith classic. You know, we were talking off air about, you know, you're tackling uh, different summer breeze and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. when you were with the Isaac Brothers, who was choosing the songs to cover? Or was it just well, um, everybody? You know, once in a while, you know, uh, you know, Ronald would choose a cover. 
Um, sometime we would all choose it. But after that, somebody had to arrange it. Right, <laughs> you right. Know? And I'm looking at the arrangement. And then that's, that's when I would come in, you know. Right, right. And, um, you know, change the chord structure, change a lot of, you know, uh, of, of the chord of the core progressions sometimes yeah. add a progression in there you know some things that are added to it that were that weren't in the original and um we had a lot of success doing that you know yeah you know when when you branched off into isley jasper and isley of course caravan of love still a huge huge hit for for yeah. everybody and you know i so for me that was around the time or shortly after I got into DJing and stuff like that. And I was mm-hmm. I was in a Whole Foods yesterday in Milford doing some shopping. And I heard uh, James Ingram, I think, when Michael McDonald, Hey Oba, you know, Hey Lover. I forget the name of the song. Mm-hmm. But it's just that, that sound, like, you know, you guys put in that kind of flavor. It was such a uh, great time of music. And, yeah, it was. Yeah, just, it was. There was so much music it. out there. Right, right. And I used to belong to a DJ pool. We'd get like 20 records a week. We'd sign mm-hmm. up and have to review every record. And I was like, wow, that doesn't happen anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and with the, with the, they, they were all diverse in that they had their own, every, all these groups and all these artists had their own identity. You right, know what right, I mean? Yeah. They didn't sound alike. Right, right. And that was another uh, uh, interesting thing that was going on. And the fashion too. I mean, in the videos. Oh yeah, in the videos. Do you yeah. read the comments on, on the YouTube videos? Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I'm able to read some of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was it's, complimentary. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It's it's all good, you know. Right, and, but right. um, yeah, the um, video. When we started doing videos, we didn't do many videos um, right. until I think the first video we did was on uh, Between the Sheets album and right, right. <laughs> on the Battle for a Fallen Soldier, and that was you know like. It wasn't a real video, you know. It was like, right. uh, but after that, you know, we did Caravan, you know, and you know, where, where did you? Um, that was a good video. Caravan video. What that was. We, I think we filmed that in New Jersey. Part of it was filmed down uh, at the United Nations building, right. you know, right outside the building there. Uh, but most of it was done in New Jersey, um, and it, that was that was great. You know, people came together. They. Right. And and the thing at the end was really impromptu when the people were singing. Oh yeah, yeah, right, clapping. And then they yeah. cut the music off, and we just heard the the, the acapella of all the people singing. Right, right. That wasn't planned, and 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 it, but it, everybody was it was a, such a good vibe that everybody started singing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the song, and um, that's one of my favorite videos. Yeah, yeah, positive yeah. message. You, yeah. you always brought positive message. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and also, uh, New York Hot Tracks probably played that. That was around yep. the time that that video right. show was on. Yep, hot Friday tracks. nights or yeah, yeah. And the BLS was was kicking out there. WBLS. The air, yeah. Margie, yeah. of course, worked with WBLS. Yeah, mm-hmm. you met at the station, right? Yeah, I met her at the station. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I dated a, a girl for two years. The, the one I was telling you before for <laughs> from a, a phone in call. I always joke I don't get those calls anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, music brings people together and. Uh, we, we're gonna we're gonna play uh, Sweet Margie right now. Oh yeah, Margie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so let me ask Margie. Was the song entitled? Well, obviously not entitled because you're hearing your voice. But uh, did he tell you he was gonna write a song for you? Because he, he's written some songs for you prior to that, right? Yeah. In fact, he says all his songs are written for me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They. Yeah. I was That's I was upstairs one day and you know I, I I started getting this melody in my head you know, and um, there's no one like sweet. 
party. Okay. Wow. You know, that that came into my mind. I said, hey, that sounds like it could be something, you know. Right, and right. I, and I, I came downstairs <laughs> and said, Marge, you know what? I just got an idea upstairs, and I start, I start playing it for her on the piano, right. you know. And um, she said, yeah, I like that, you know. So I said, yeah, I'm going to work on this, you know. Right, right. I find myself sometimes singing to it and I said no stop you can't, <laughs> <laughs> can't sing yeah. about yourself right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right but I thought it was such oh, a cool yeah. thing you know it was, a, it was such a, a sweet melody you know right right and uh, maybe time for another video right? yeah it could be because you yeah. did a video together that's back right in the day insatiable yeah. woman right right so we're going to give a listen to it right now we're really happy Chris and Margie Jasper are in the studio dance with you and uh, this is dedicated he wrote it and sang it for his wife Margie, this is Chris Jasper. His wife, Margie Jasper, that is Chris Jasper from Dance With You. Sweet Margie, and we are here. Joe Kelly here with the Upper Room at WVOF. Please go to goldcitymusic.com, and uh, you can get the entire roster of music, and you have other artists you've worked with as well. Are you working with others right now, or just... No, just yeah. just Michael. That's um, right, yeah, you're some Michael. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because um, yeah. I've, been, I've been doing a lot of, uh, of my work right, you know, right. in the past three years you know the past four years the last four years i've had like three albums you know and yeah, so right yeah uh that's a lot of you know uh, writing and recording and all that so i haven't had really much time to work with other people you know but mm-hmm. michael because michael does a lot of his own stuff so i don't have to concentrate too much mm-hmm. on him because he kind of knows where he wants to take his music you know right, right. he'll just call me in for suggestions you know and right. hey dad can you play this or do this or suggest that or whatever so but, it, but he's he's coming along really good yeah, and, and in fact, congratulations to Michael. Recently engaged. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. He's you know, you can see it on YouTube. Michael Jasper, I'm sure, it comes up. And yeah. uh, he wrote a song, sang a song to his fiance. That was very romantic. That was very nice. Yeah. He got me too. He got me. Uh, he got the tears going. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. was crying. You know. Right. <laughs> but you knew it was coming, right? I knew it was coming, oh, but yeah, it still yeah. didn't matter. When, right, it was, right. when when it happened, it was like so touching, you know, and um, everybody felt it, you know. And yeah. Just one of those, one of those really nice moments, you know. We were on vacation and up in Cape Cod, uh, right? Cape, yeah. Cape Cod, yeah. Right. And um, she didn't know anything about it. She didn't know it was coming. Oh, okay. You know, she, <laughs> she had her sitting. In the yeah, she, yeah. She he he told her right. he was he was doing a, a video. Oh, you know? okay. And yeah, somebody was shooting it from above. Yeah, right? and, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Oh, Margie okay. had a Margie camera up there. Shoot, yeah. I, I was shooting from you know the ground level, right. and uh, and and she didn't know until you know he walked over to her. And, and knelt right. down and then ask her and that's right, that's right. that's when she knew and she wow. she broke up when she broke up she broke me up <laughs> oh yeah yeah sorry to get you got me right yeah yeah so it was, and, and it was they really nice the yankees too right i see some some photos they went to oh yeah yeah they yankees, went to some yeah. Yan- yeah they're yankee fans too yeah right right so yeah yeah michael's a great guy and and you have you have four children right four or five no, uh, this is uh, Michael, it's Christopher, oh, okay. and Nick. Oh, okay, right. And, and one of your sons plays bass, right? Yeah, Christopher. He's Christopher. the one. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. So. Yeah, he's in the service. Oh, okay. So. Uh, but uh, Nick, he lives. He lives in Connecticut here. Um, right. And he, oh, he's the graphic artist. Yeah, graphic. Oh, okay, yeah, right. he does all the album covers. Right. Um, you know, he does a lot of that work, and he's right. really good. You know. Yeah. So well-rounded family, and of course, I know if I ever get in trouble with the law, hopefully. Never. Never. <laughs> Those days are over. Mm-hmm. I know who to call. The Jasper family, right? <laughs> Besides music. Uh, you know, that, that's what I want to ask you because you mentioned Michael as an attorney yourself, an attorney. As a, a musician coming up, would you recommend them kind of having that fail-safe thing or just 
kind of mm-hmm. wing it and hope for the best with their talent? Well, I look at it like um, the more things you're able to do, mm-hmm. you know, the better off you are. Right. Um, now, you don't have to pursue a whole lot of things, mm-hmm. you know, but you should have some general knowledge about a lot of things, I feel. I, I think a well-rounded individual uh, has a better ch- shot, you know, than a person who's just, okay, I'm just a musician, and uh, that's all I'm going to do, and that's it. Um, you can be successful that way, uh, or if you don't make it, you know, right. w- w- what are you qualified to do if you don't make it? Right. You know right. what I mean? So um, I think if you're well-rounded, you give yourself a better chance of succeeding. And... Um, I was gonna I was gonna go to school for architecture at first. I was oh. studying that in high school, right? You right. know, and um, but I was also studying music at the same time too, right? Um, and I just chose music because I'd been with music the longest. But I, you know, if if that didn't work, I could I could easily gone into you know another field, architecture or, or something else, because um, I was a, I was a pretty good student, so right. you know I I knew a lot about it. A lot of different subjects. I could have taught. You know what I mean. Right, right. I I had other options, mm-hmm. um, and that doesn't mean you shouldn't pursue your dream. But it should it should mean you should be uh, a little practical about it too. Right. You know, because it's even tougher. And now. be reasonable. And and yeah. yeah, now it's a lot tougher. Right. Yeah. Right. Because the torrent doesn't happen. I mean, now the torrent's where the money. I suppose. Yeah. I mean. Stands, but. You know, if you have a, yeah. it depends on how, what kind of contract you have, but still, right, right. I mean, records aren't selling at the numbers that they used to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because of the downloading and the free downloading right, and right. all that, you know, it kind of, um, it's, it's a problem. But, um, yeah, you should, you should, uh, really look at the music industry, um, and really look at your own abilities. In a different way, you know what I mean? Like, because there's so much competition out here, um, you have to be able to compete with the people at the top. Right. If you don't, it's going to be tough to earn a lot of money, you know? Um, It's just a lot harder. Sounds like you have to go teach a seminar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you come to here in Fairfield. And and to learn more, as much about your craft as possible, too. Right. right. I I find the people who are more knowledgeable are usually more successful. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I I was talking to someone earlier today about, you know, the different uh, people, you know, that I grew up being inspired by. Right. A lot of them were, almost all of them were musicians. You know, Aretha Franklin, musician. Curtis Mayfield, musician. Right. Marvin Gaye, musician. Right. <laughs> you know, Ray Charles, musician. Right. You know, if you just go down the line. I mean, they were almost all musicians, and they knew, you know, how where to take a song. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, and not become stagnant. Yeah. And, and I think that may be one of the problems of the music today, is that sometimes it gets rather stagnant. You know, right. uh, people start sounding like each other. You yeah. know? Right. You don't know one, one artist from the next. You know, and um, and I think that comes from a lack of musicianship because usually a musician knows what direction they want to take their music. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Aretha didn't sound like Marvin Gaye. Right, right. You know, she knew, hey, I'm going to take my music this way. Marvin Gaye, you know, he said, I'll, I'll, right. I'll go in this direction. You know, and that made it interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. You mentioned so many great artists, and you know, you took it to another level, yeah. making it into and a great then, career. And I, I took yeah. my music another way, you know. Right, it's like, right. but it, it 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 comes from understanding who you are musically, mm-hmm. you know. 
And I think that's very important. Chris Jasper, the words of Chris Jasper, who is uh, yeah, telling telling it like it is. I'm sure when when we upload it on our website, Upper Room with Joe Kelly dot com, uh, a lot of great words just there for for up up and coming musicians. Some musicians maybe trying to find their way still, or maybe take a backslide. So mm-hmm. you know, you all, you always put some funk and some dance music on your on your records. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna get into this one. I love you, the Boogie Back Remix Remastered. Yeah. Why'd you decide to put this one on it? These these were um these songs were remixed and they were number one in England, both of right, them. Right. Uh, I love you and uh that's what love can do. Yeah. Um and because they weren't on an album. Mm-hmm. They were just, you know, singles and and they were remixed as singles. So I said, Well, you know, this is a, a good album to put them on. You know, it kinda fits with all the other ones, you know, uh musically. And um I wanted to have them on an album, you know, so people if they if they bought the album, they could have the mixes because the mixes, you know, they weren't attached to any album before. Who, who's Boogie Back? Uh, it's it's uh, um, this guy in England, um, Ernest. Oh, okay. He he did uh, remixes of them, and he did a really good job. I right, thought, right. You know, and, you, and you've got a big international following. We'll, we'll talk a little after the song, but uh, it's awful <laughs> nice to yeah. have all those fans across the globe. Yeah, Ernest McComb. Right. All right, this is uh, Chris Jasper from the Dance With You release, goldcitymusic.com, and uh, this is called I Love You, the Boogie Back Remix. All right, that's the Boogie Back Remix uh, of Chris Jasper's I Love You right here, and that's on the Dance With You record, which is freshly out not too long ago, and uh, you can get it at goldcitymusic.com, self-contained record label, and all the 15... uh, can you get all fifteen? Yeah, still, uh, for yeah. Release? At uh, ChrisJasper dot com is all. Oh, all the, we should yeah. be pumping that the whole time. Yeah, ChrisJasper dot com is, is is all the music is there. You know, right, right. I mean, I, I think you can get from one site to the next too. Okay, you know, so it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I got but, the site pulled up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, ChrisJasper dot com. You can right. you can get all the stuff there. Now, now we talked we talked several times about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction and the preparation for that. And okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, for for those who haven't heard, you know, a great honor for the Isley Brothers, all their career and all the songs that you wrote. And uh, what year were, were you inducted? Uh, 92. 92, okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, big surprise or you just kind of... It was, it was a big surprise, yeah. Just, you know, one day out of the blue I got a call, you know. And uh, the person on the phone says, uh, is Chris Jasper? I said, yeah. Uh-huh. I said, um, yeah, I got some good news for you. You know, you guys were... Uh, you know, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know. I'm saying, oh, that sounds good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then, you know, they, they started to tell me, you know, where the ceremony was going to be and, you know, blah, 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 all the details. And um, it was great. It was it was down to the Waldorf, Historia. Right. And right. Uh, Manhattan. Did you guys jam that night? Oh, no, we didn't play that night, okay. no. But right. um, so there was a jam session. Yeah, on stage, right. yeah. Paul Schaefer. And yeah, yeah, his Schaefer yeah. and the band, right, they were up right. there. And then yeah. anybody else who had a, a guitar with them and wanted to plug in. Okay, know, yeah. Plugged <laughs> in. <laughs> and it was kind of wild, you know. Right. But, um, yeah, it was, there was a jam session there. Right. And uh, So who inducted the Isaac Brothers? Uh, Little Richard brought us up. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah. yeah. Little Richard brought yeah. us up there. And yeah, he's had tough health. And he, oh, he, him too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw some videos on YouTube. Yeah, totally. Oh, totally yeah. changed. I mean, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, but 
So so was that your choice of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? They they kind of picked the, oh, okay, the presenters, right. you know, right, and the right. people who would bring people up. So I right. guess they just chose him. Yeah, but that's um, that's a good choice. Yeah, and another uh, piano player. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, he, yeah. he told you know some funny little stories and little jokes and things. You know, it was kind of funny. But um, it was it was kind of those things where, where you don't you don't understand or you don't, it doesn't hit you until like later. Right, right. To like you know what, who, who what actually happened? Were the inductees that night or some of them? Do you remember? Uh, I think Booker T and the MGs. They oh, were, okay, they I, saw, were I saw them in concert at the Montreal Jazz Fest. That, yeah. that was a nice show. They were there that night, and yeah. um, I forget who else was out that particular day because we I, I sat with them. That's why I remember. Oh, okay, them. right. We were we were sitting right. at the same table. Right, right. But um, it was a maybe three or four other acts. Right. That were inducted the same night. Not too many people in that, that yeah, illustrious uh, club Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's not that many uh, each time. Right. You know, there's a lot of um, people nominated. Right, right. You know, there's maybe 10 nominated, mm-hmm. I mean, something like 10 or 12. Right, right. And then, you know, the, you know the, the people vote on it, people who were inducted before. Like, I, I can vote. I vote on on it too. Oh, okay. They send you the because I'm, every year. I'm the, yeah. yeah, every year I get the uh, the uh, nominees, okay. and um, yeah. you know the people on the inside they vote. Right. So so, so a long career, all Soul Train. And yeah. You played American Bandstand too, right? American Bandstand. Yeah. yeah. What, what, did Midnight you? Special. I don't know if you oh, remember that. Oh one. yeah, Don was Don Kirshner? No, not yeah, uh, Don Kirshner show too. Okay. Wow. Um. I don't know if you do you remember Wolfman Jack. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did that uh, one. Holland Wolfman Jack. Yeah. yeah um, right. How about uh, did you do Donnie Simpson show? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I did a show with I, Donnie I love Simpson. Donnie Simpson. Him, him yeah. and Frankie Crocker, my radio idols. Yep, yeah, Frankie Crocker. Yeah. So Frankie, did you were on his show too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. we. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were on Frankie's show. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, there you go. Yeah, that was that was wild, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he had the afternoon. Yeah, the from time, right? Yeah. yeah, four to eight. Four to eight. Four yeah. to eight. Yep. Yeah, and sometimes he he wasn't there, right? He'd have the abbreviated shows, or they have there I go, there I go, yeah. there yeah, I yeah, go. Yeah, right. Wow. That's how he would come on, right? You know, right. With that song. Yeah. And oh, was it, was it going off with that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was going off. I don't with know that. what yeah. he he started a show with. I forgot. Yeah. But yeah, you know, people would people would tune in to see what he had to say. Right. Right. You know, he had this little monologue. Right. Right. He would do before he started playing music. I remember when he he passed away. I found something on YouTube and I downloaded it. it. Was like a greatest hits of his show. Even back, what was it the WMCA or? Yeah, I think it was one of the WMCA good guys. Yeah, the good guys, mm-hmm. and it was all mm-hmm. his stuff. And it went, he even I had a record that he he did. Mm-hmm. He was just rapping over the record. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, really? In Buffalo? Yeah. I I was at um I think it was the nightclub Tramps. I might have told you the story before. I wanted to say. Hey, thanks for what you, you know, my musical idol, radio idol. And we were at the Morris Day in the Time concert, and he was there. But as a crowd, he was walking out, and I just, the crowd was too big, couldn't get up to him. But he was always out checking stuff, mm-hmm. concerts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah great. Pe- people who haven't heard of Frankie Crocker, the chief rocker, got to go back and mm-hmm. <laughs> do some studying, as well as Chris Jasper. So. He broke a lot of records in New York. Yeah. yeah. He would play stuff that nobody else was playing. Yeah, he would play yeah. the Who. 
Which you never heard who on yeah. a black music radio station, yeah. I mean, it could be, it could be like... Andy, yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, right, right. An artist just, you never heard of, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. And he'd like, he'd like play it. Nobody else was playing it. Right. You know? And then that just, well, for BLS, it faded out for, mm-hmm. for that kind of innovative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. He's the only one who programmed the station. All the DJs had to play exactly what he wanted. They couldn't go. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so it was Von Harper. Uh, well, Ricky Ricardo, right? Ricky. Oh, Ricky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, was a great station. He yeah. Named the, he named the DJs also a lot of them. Oh, really? He wow. Who did the morning show? I forgot. Ken Webb. Oh, yeah, Spider Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, great times reminiscing. Margie Jasper right in there. You were the music director, right? Yeah, so. First mm-hmm. stop, when the program people would come in, the, I mean the um, promotion people would come in, they stopped with me. Oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> so that'd be some crazy offers he and stuff. come out and meet with them. He had to. Oh, yeah, he had to. screen everything. Right, right. Wow. So, hey, number one, the number one market in the U.S., right? For a long time, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah you were influential on that, yeah. So. Margie. I almost messed up Chris once because when when his album came out and it was Go All The Way album and I didn't met him yet. Right, right. It was a Don't Say Goodnight and I didn't like the lyrics. I said, they're a little suggestive. I was telling Frank, I didn't <laughs> like that song once. <laughs> she said, I'm not to play it. <laughs> right. He said, I have to play it because he's an MC in the show. Right, right, um, right. right. So he had to play it. Almost yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, almost derailed his career. Oh, his solo career. <laughs> derailed right. the album. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Funny. Yeah, but you want how, how many years of marriage now? Thirty-five. Wow! Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, so going strong and, and beautiful family as well, and uh, we want to get in a couple more tracks. You yeah, got yeah, time? why not? Uh, yeah, um, um, the love that you give. That's the one I, I got right now. Cool. I got it all set. Yeah, uh-huh. so this is the second cut off the record. Another great Chris Jasper track from Dance with You, and uh, go to chrisjasper.com, goldcitymusic.com. This is WVOF. Music and another standout song from the 15th studio release from Mr. Christopher Jasper, and he's been kind enough to stop by the WBOF studios. The love that you give uh, from Dance With You. And uh, so we were talking about the international fanfare. You, you've got a lot of DJs and music reviewers and fans from all across the globe, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, right. like I said, these last two songs on this album were number one in, in England. Right. And, um, Europe, you know, we have a big following there. Um, Germany, also, I got uh, the German's Critic Award, which was, like, really special. Uh, the album, for the album, the one. Um, and that's for all music. That's for all the music that comes through Germany, you yeah, know. Right, yeah. So it was, like, a really, really big honor to get that. You know, it's a Critics Award. You know, critics right. are, are kind of tough yeah. sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> You know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was that was a big one. And... Um, and even people in Australia, even as far as Australia, right, Japan, yeah. you know. Hey, great so. music, you know, people gravitate towards it. You know? Yeah. So are you planning on going out there and doing some stuff? or? Yeah, once once this album gets, you know, established, you know, it's, it's just come out and uh, we're just starting to promote it. I want to do a video for Show Somebody Love. Okay. You know, yeah. we're, we're planning to do that, too, to help promote it. So, you know, once once it gets out there and people get familiar with it, you know, and then... That's that's the time to go out on the road. Right, you know? right. We, we were talking a little bit in between cuts about the old days of recording. You know, on on the on the actual tape, 
with the razor blade and oh yeah and the stuff splicing together. yeah yeah what, what were some of the, the memories of the really gritty stuff producing yeah the, the one that we had the biggest edit on was take me to the next phase because uh ernie and i was just jamming you know i was playing a bass synthesizer he was playing the drums and it wasn't cut in the sequence okay you know that it ended up being in we had to edit the tape like eight eight times to get it <laughs> to where it was before but it was a we had to have two machines you know uh and we had to edit the tape then once once we had the the right uh uh, uh the right section we had to take that section put it onto that section i mean it was crazy you can do that same editing now mm-hmm. much easier right right you know what i mean Be- because of you know, the technology you can do it you don't have to splice any tape you can just it's almost like word processing now you know i, I think what you have to do is get one of those old machines and bring michael in the studio and saying this is how you're gonna record one, <laughs> yeah. one or two of the songs on your new record we're gonna use the 24 track man. yeah that's right yeah <laughs> and don't cut yourself <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that was a big job back then. Right, mm-hmm. right. So you know, Chris, real musician, can play and, and sing live, and uh, you, you know, the people today, a lot of the musicians just just can't cut it like that, right? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 um it's one of those things where um, if you can do it, you usually would. You you, you probably would. You know right, what I mean? Right. If, if a guy could really play really well. Uh, they probably would play the instruments, but uh, sometimes uh, people don't, uh, when they're growing up, they don't take to uh, learning an instrument, you know. And uh, I always say if you're going to go into music, uh, try to broaden what you can do. And playing an instrument is, just, is definitely that. It, it, it can take you places where you didn't think you, you were going to go. Yeah, one of your biggest mentors was Dr. Billy Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah and, and oh, be able to study with him yeah, for, okay. for a little while. So, uh, you know, what it were some was, of the, the lessons that, that he taught you? The, the thing I learned from him the, the, the most was the left hand, okay. how important the left hand was. Right. And because he had a magnificent left hand. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, I, I, I've never seen anybody play um, that much with that left hand. And what he could do with it, and it really made him stand out from a lot of the other uh, jazz pianists at the time. Right. You know, but um, you know, he he came up with like Art Tatum and those guys mm-hmm. who were really, really, you know, great, great piano players. And uh, he, I, I think he he told me he learned a lot from him. And Oscar Peterson too. Uh, was yeah, that Peterson. Era, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Um, I mean, the, 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 those those type of people don't come around very right. much, you know. They're, they're just so special, and I was I was blessed to be able to study a little while uh, under him. And um, I've, I've always had that, you know, the mentors. Even the guy I studied with when I was a kid, you know, uh, Professor Gibbs, mm-hmm. you know, a gr- another great piano player, and right. taught me so much about writing songs, you know, and writing and composing. How how did uh your mentors when you went on to big pop R&B success touring the world how, how did they they feel and I was I was surprised that you know when, when sampling first started mm-hmm. I was surprised that people were doing that you right, know right. It, like taking segments I, I think the first time was Rapper's Delight you know yeah. um, Chic, they, they right? took part of Sheik's record yeah, yeah. Right. I said wow they, they're actually doing that you know and I was like hmm, okay uh, right. And then they started to go into our catalog too, mm-hmm. and when Big Papa he took Between the Sheets, oh yeah, right, sample of that, and um, 
That was a big record. You oh, know? yeah. I, I like that. I played used to play that. That was a big record. A great song. But a lot of people didn't know that that was yeah, from right. one of our songs. <laughs> yeah. And um, they were actually well, listening. Check still they were actually listening to Chris Jasper playing the keyboard. That, that, yeah, that's right. I was, yeah. I was playing all those parts on that song. Right, right, right. And um, did you ever get a chance to meet him? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, no, because okay. we never crossed uh, ways. Um, right. How about some of so, the other songs? I mean, so many songs sampled from the songs that you wrote. What, what are some of your favorites? Um, I like I like uh, the the cover that Whitney Houston did for yeah, Love oh, You. Yeah, right. Yeah. I really liked. It. I thought she did a good job of that one. She also sampled something else. She she also put took part of Between the Sheets. Um, it's called One of Those Days or something like that. But it was right, just right. the bridge. She took right. the bridge of Between the Sheets and kind of made us another song from that. Um, right. It wasn't bad. I, I, I thought it was good. I had you know. her first record she ever did with, she was like a backing vocal. No, actually she sang lead. It was that group material mm -hmm. with Bill Laswell. Mm -hmm. And it was like she was 16 years old singing one of the songs. Just, yeah, great she voice. sounded great back then. Yeah. 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 Another, another loss. I mean, we talked, we kicked off the show talking oh, yeah. about drugs. That's what drugs can do to you. Yeah, you know, yeah. somebody can sing that good, right. you know, and, and affect their voice that way. Right. Um, it's, it's really a tragedy when that happens. Right. And it's amazing some of the musicians can still uh, still function. <laughs> I, I, know, I, I see some musicians like 70 years old in the funk world. I'm like, how are they going to start perform the show? <laughs> yeah. People are my dad's age. <laughs> You know, you don't yeah. think, you know, when you're young, you know, you might be doing a drug, you don't think. Right. But af after, you know, a couple of decades go by, it starts right. to wear on you. Right. You know what I mean? It, your your body parts aren't made <laughs> right. to, yeah. to go through that type of uh, abuse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Not with the opioid stuff. That's yeah, even, it's not made for that. Makes, yeah. So let's see. Uh, I, guess, I guess we'll sign off. Well, okay. Um Okay, with me. We'll go to the top of the hour, but we, we're going to go out with uh, That's What Love Can Do, another number one. Yeah, that's Alan another one. And who's the DJ again? Boogie Back, but what's the name? Uh, Ernst McCone. He, Ernst he's the guy who uh, did the remix on, on those two songs, I Love right, You right. and that's what love, can, that's what love Can Do. Right. So this is yeah. all from Dance With You, and hey, we, we went through a good portion of the record. So. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But still buy the record, you know, even though oh, the yeah. songs are up there. <laughs> we'll be on our <laughs> Upper Room with Joe Kelly.com site. Um, Chris, got to thank you so much. As always, it's always a pleasure friend. to come yeah. here. Yeah. And, and Margie, beautiful wife and lawyer, and she was responsible for all that great music on 107.5 BLS. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the music. Come on. <laughs> you got to be too modest. <laughs> Part of my growing up in, in music. So, yeah. So, goldcitymusic.com and also chrisjasper.com. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Chris. All right. Yeah.